This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I don't know. Well, Kevin, we don't care. Just start the show. We're having a very important discussion about mnemonic devices and abbreviations. Professional? No. No. Why start now? Uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the morning show for Friday, August 14th. We made it to the end of the week, and I, for one, could not be happier. Look what I brought back, week. Nick. What'd you uh, bring back? Oh! Zordon! Oh, Zordon. We have a message from Zordon. A callback from a year ago? Maybe more? Do you have anything to say, Zordon? Yeah, do you have a joke for that, or are you just going to... No, I was just showing you what I brought back. Cool. Okay. All right. I like it. <laughs> uh, of course, this is the morning show. We do this each and every day on twitch.tv slash games, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, and we're here with you guys live. Jared just had something to say, but now he's like, I'm going to go. Now he's just going to sit down. No, I'm here. I'm just coming over the sharp mic because nobody can hear me. I think, what so were you, what did you come in to talk about? What were we just talking about? We were talking about, about mnemonic devices. Right. Mm-hmm. And I heard you guys talking about us thinking about all the fun ones. We talked about the knuckle one. right? I you didn't t- show people the, come on and show people the knuckle one. That's what I want you to show me. Now, I don't think they can hear me. Yeah, right? uh, these uh, mics pick up enough. everything. They pick up everything? Yeah. All right. I'll just they can hear me coughing in the other No, way. okay. So there's the knuckle ones. Like, how do you tell which months have 31 days and which ones don't? You count mm-hmm. down the knuckles. So it's January, knuckle. So that's 31 days. Yeah. February, not knuckle. March, 31 days. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. And it just works. Wouldn't it just be every other month then? No, because no. there's two that go back to back. Yeah. Oh, I see. I that's see. how it fools you. See. That's right. That's how it gets you. Okay, I got gotcha. you. trouble with that one. Fair but points. My favorite mnemonic device mm-hmm. is the memory palace, which is the, the kind of a medieval idea where you build a house in your head. Right. And then you fill all the rooms with things you care about, and they're all mnemonics that are used to remember other things. Hannibal Lecter uses the memory palace to have his like perfect evil genius memory in Thomas Harris's novel. It's crazy. Like that's how he does it. He has a memory like palace, but it's actually an ancient medieval technique, and it does work. I, I've used a memory palace to like prepare for speeches and stuff before. I want to use huh. a memory palace. Yeah. So you just imagine like you build a house in your mind, and mm-hmm. and you build the rooms in ways that are easy for you to remember. Mm-hmm. And you fill them with like mnemonic hooks. Like if you want to remember something happened at night, maybe, and I'm stealing from James Burke's description here, I think you think of like a suit of armor over in the corner. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a knight. You know, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and if it happened on the fourth night, there are four suits of armor over there. Right. Or, yeah, and that you do stuff like that. Interesting. And then you just walk through your memory palace to remember things that you're trying. And like you put things on desks and you pick them up and you look at the picture again in your mind. And that makes you able to remember something that you might have forgotten otherwise. I, don't know, I feel like, like you are having to remember that plus the structure surrounding it is a lot. Well, the argument is that if you're using it to remember specific things, if you're putting the items in very carefully, uh-huh. one by one, you're like, I want to remember this. Uh-huh. That actually, weirdly for your mind, it's easier to remember 3D space than just stick a file in a folder computer mm. style with some data in it. Yeah. That Interesting. Because we experience the world by walking through it, that our mind is really adapted to that and does and has less of a hard time. I mean, think about your childhood memories when you do have them. They may be fuzzy, 
but you remember what you see, you remember what you heard, you right. remember where you were sitting. You may not remember what you were thinking. I usually remember what I was eating, because yeah. that's pretty much all I was doing well, there we go. when I was a child, was just eating myself slowly to death. What were your favorite mnemonic devices? What do you, what do you use? I don't have any. I don't know. I don't remember things very well, but I do remember the planets. That's the one I was trying to figure out. Like, what's your favorite mnemonic device for the planets? Yeah. Oh. And by, by that, I don't remember an actual mnemonic device for the planets. I just remember there is one for the planets. I yeah. don't know. Oh, do you know what, Joey? The only one that I could remember was Please Excuse My Dear Aunt Sally yeah. for order of operations. But I can't remember anything other than that. I remember there was one for X equals negative B. Uh, negative minus, B plus minus the radical yeah, the, the, like B squared over four C equation. all over two A, but oh, sung to the to the tune of Pop Goes the Weasel. I remember how we learned it. Face and every good boy <clears throat> deserves fudge. Oh yeah, for the notation, like F A C E and A G B E F. For yeah, I was trying to remember what they were for, and it's music, the music stuff. Right, I was like, yeah. I know this. So the one for the planets is always something about a mother. My mm -hmm. very educated mother served us nine juicy pickles. pickles. Just served us nine juicy pickles, right? You gotta have a J in there somewhere for Jupiter. Yeah, sure. So I can't... Isn't that the juicy? Oh, yep, she got it. Ooh, juicy. Nine juicy pickles? Man, I don't want to eat a juicy Is that the order that... Is Jupiter the last, second to last? Uh, Van Gool in the chat is the one who's putting it in there. Wait, no, he's wrong. Or, Jupiter comes earlier. Hey, Hales says, yeah. my very educated mother just served us nine pizzas. It's Mercury, oh, Venus, right. Earth, Mars, Listen, Jupiter, Saturn. We're, we're mnemonic devicing it right now, okay? Stop okay. bringing your fucking, your, your smart boy knowledge into this show. No, smart I just boy like knowledge. Am I wrong, Kevin? What? Smart boy knowledge. Can you, Kevin, could you, could you, can you, Kevin, can you please uh, uh, point at Jared and call him a smart boy? Smart boy! There you go. Thanks. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I do love, if you go to NASA Ames, which is near here, like the NASA station. Oh, I thought I had to Google it. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you go down there, I love it. Because so, you know Pluto's not a planet anymore, which is just... It is in my mind Which now. is total bullshit. Kevin, where do we back. come down on Pluto being a planet? I think they're bringing not, it back. It's not a planet. They're not bringing it back. It's a dwarf planet. Where do we come um, down I mean, it, in this office planet. on Pluto? It's a planet. Right? It's a planet, right? We Even were, if it's we a dwarf were planet, it's still planet. when it became a planet in, like, what, the mid-50s? Is that right? Pluto is a planet. When did it become a planet? When New research it... argues Pluto should be classified as a planet again one day ago. I'll tell you what, if you can ice. land on it, let's just call it a planet. Well, you what can't land on Jupiter, Nick. Exactly. But what so about the fuck moon? Jupiter. Is the moon Jupiter's a planet? just a failed sun. Can we make fun of Jupiter for being a failed sun? We can just make fun of Jupiter because at some point I, we're going to mine Jupiter. Big. Jupiter's uh, way too big to make fun of. No, it's, Jupiter Jupiter like, it's not big enough to be is a sun. Jupiter the gas giant? Yeah. What's that? Jupiter the gas giant? Yeah, it's a gas giant. Yeah, several of them are, but Jupiter's just Like, Jupiter's like. It is kind of a failed sun. He's right. It's a, but like Pluto, if you go to NASA Ames, they have like the eight planets and they have this painting that has like all the eight planets on it. But somebody at NASA is really salty. Yeah. I don't know who. Yeah. But it's really great. They have this big mural and there's all the planets and they're all labeled. And then there's like this big display that talks about all of them. And on the corner, on the other side of the display where all the text is, there's this tiny little ring at the edge of the solar system, and there's Pluto in a little, like, bright, bright dot. Yeah. And it's not labeled with the other planets, nope. but it's things like, the planets. Mm -hmm. And there they are. And then and somebody just... stuck Pluto right next to this, the planets. That's vigilante justice. Yes, I love it <laughs> so I'm telling much. you, man, Pluto, so, Pluto are, got are you, a raw deal. Are you guys saying that the other, like, um, basically ice rocks that are floating that are similar size to, to Pluto should also be planets? Are they all called dwarf planets? 
Uh, yeah, they Do are. Do we name them after a beloved Disney character? My problem is, I feel like Pluto I'm should sure get grandfathered in. Greek or Roman no, But that's God. not how it works. You like, don't take yeah. away somebody's You do when you, when you discover that it's not something that you I'm just saying, was. if Pluto had a lawyer, we would all get sued right now. Yeah, definitely. If Pluto had accurate and, and good legal uh, counsel and representation, yeah. we would all have been sued by now. You can't make someone a planet and then pull it back. Yeah, I, I used to write a... It's not, it's fucked up. I used to draw a little comic strip. Mm-hmm. Like, Hashtag never justice for Pluto. Anybody, but it was largely about two dinosaurs that hang out together mm-hmm. and the planet Pluto. What was it called? Uh, I don't know. I really so want to see I don't want see anyone it. to find this. Okay, but well, you I'd brought like to, it fucking up. Yeah, now you, you have to talk about show. it. You, yeah, tell us the name you know it. what? I'm just getting off camera right now because <laughs> I'm too embarrassed. This but is such bullshit. Two, this of, is. two of the characters were the planet Pluto and a brontosaurus, and they were friends because neither one of them exists. Okay. Brontosaurus is not a dinosaur. Pluto's that, not a planet. I hate that, by the way. Yeah. I don't know why they decided to just retcon my entire youth. They didn't yeah. retcon they it. They retconned it. Some guy <laughs> made that up. He, like, stuck bones together that didn't fit and was like, you yeah, know, th- these are accurate. But here's my thing. Who cares? They're not coming back. Let's just, <laughs> you know, let's just make up some dinosaurs. Who gives a shit? Well, no, Am I right? All those people that are saying the dinosaurs are made up give a shit, you know? Well, there are also the people that believe that the Earth is flat. Let them believe what they want to believe. Let them take a... Flat a, Earthers are a fascinating group of people. I went down a YouTube rabbit hole of mm-hmm. like somebody that was oh, interviewing yeah. Flat Expound. Earthers. Oh, tell me I go down so uh, you get, many Go YouTube. get on the mic. Go get on the shock mic. Okay. Oh, so people can hear this conversation because I feel like we're going to have... This is going to go deep into science, and I want people to be able to hear everyone's perspectives on it. It's right. just... Remember, Jared has a bad sense of science. He doesn't understand how electricity works. No, Jared understands everything. Doesn't He's understand. smarter Jared, than everyone Jared understands here. very little, but he definitely understands electricity. No, he doesn't. Listen to this guy. I don't know. Uh, Jared. Yeah, what's oh, up? Oh, look at... We got, that we got is something? definitely not mine. Damn it. Okay. Wait, Not did somebody else do a brontosaurus and Pluto comic? Dude, yeah, apparently. Pictures of brontosaurus is, and Pluto. Is it called in Bronis- San Francisco? Let's clean this up. Grr, not again. And there's some sort of uh, corn cob. Right. What is he dreaming about? Zap? Okay, this Goblin is... No, I think number. they're looking at a piece of at art. Oh, okay, it's an art of corn. Okay, his says 2015. Mine was years earlier. I win. All right, all right. Also, So this one mine, is a brontosaurus from Pluto. Yeah, mine, mine is... Definitely why is not. Why growling? Like, you, you're not going to find mine on the internet because I don't share it with people. Well, then no. why wouldn't you tell us the name of it? Because what if I'm wrong? <laughs> I don't, that's not how What it if works. somehow it got on the internet? They spell brontosaurus. B-R-O-B-R-O-N-T. I have to. I can't do it out loud. Oh man, I thought you were part of a spelling bee. Uh, I thought you were. Yeah, yeah but that's oh, what she was. says oh, yesterday. I know how to spell everything. B r o n t o s a u r u s. No, I'm not. Well, I'll I typed it all what. out. Are you allowed to do this? Them's the rules. Uh, What's the plural? Well, Brontosaurus. Brontosauri. Brontosauri. I, like I, I can't spell. I will. I will share this with the kind of funny community. I will, About rather than people digging around trying to find this thing, mm-hmm. I will dig up some of these old comics and I will post them, I guess, I'll put them on my Twitter or uh, I'll give them to Joey, either one. What do you want to do, Joey? Put them on the Reddit. Put them on, yeah, subreddit. Okay. All right, there we go. So I will I will dig some of these up. It may take me about a day to find them. But I got it's them really It's too long. I have no patience for that. I'm over it. All Kevin right. demands them now. Huh? <laughs> Kevin <laughs> demands them now. I do want to read this comic book at some point because I feel like it's going to be existential and genius. It's not existential. It's not genius. There's a reason I never shared these. When did, when did you make them? First did you make them when you were young? A, they're not a comic book. They're just comic strips. Like, comic like, strips are even better. I don't yeah. have time for comic books. 
Yeah. I'm not trying to read. Yeah, Here's Marvel no Comics. No I like those bite size little. Yeah, they're a little bit panels. They're a little bitty panels. So I used to draw them on a. Uh, on I a was line. a big fan of Penny Arcade back in the day, and they went and made a whole expo about it. And I was like, I don't want to fuck it. I'm, I'm out. Oh, I like this that. Is expo. Con- this is too. This is too. This is too convoluted. Much. I like that. Expo. I don't know where to go to get the, the the laughs anymore when I go to the expo. Well, you still go to the cartoon. It's still there. It's still yeah. funny. It's is it really? Yeah, they a lot still of make times it? it's still funny. Yeah, mm. really. A lot of times, it's still funny. Yeah. I Are they? It. Is it still written by those the same two guys? Or is yeah. It, wow. And yeah, I, I understand there's been some some problematic things there. Comedy's dangerous, and I think that I wish that it made some different choices. Oh, what did they times. do? But oh, that, that's I'm not touching that. What did they do? Not that. Jared, would, that's a that's an hour long conversation. Jared, Jared what we've the got fuck? you can't give us these little droplets. You can't. Yeah, exactly. And then you know what I mean, back. Kevin? Uh, yes, I can. You know what I mean, Kevin? You're getting this all. You know, you're getting Kevin worked up. Worked up. Think about his heart. Think about Kevin's poor, little, beautiful Peruvian Stop heart. Stop smoking; it'll feel better. It's sitting in the middle of his chest. That makes really so big Oh, I think Hatfield's here. I, I think I gotta go. I right, go. Ooh, ooh. I'm trying to remember the name of the comic that I used to read and buy, like the actual like compilation, like Calvin Farside. and Hobbes. No, Farside. Farside. No, Farside. Homestar no. Runner. No, is that a comic? No, it was a, it, was a, it had like a family, and it was a mom and a dad. Family and a circus? Daughter. Family circus? No. Just four. The Simpsons? No. Maybe Dilbert. the child will help me. No. Uh, <laughs> Give us more. Give us yeah, more. What, what happened uh, in it? It was just like the sister. Like, it goes over. It, I mean, it's nothing. It's very like slice of like comic. Yeah. It's a family, four people, okay. parents, a daughter, and a brother. The brother's like stereotypical, like, I'm a brother, and I'm going to bug my sister, mm-hmm. and I hate that, and she what wants he, to go to the mall. What does he look like? It's it's very rounded, drawn very rounded. Foxtrot? Which, which cartoon? Oh, you about yeah. Foxtrot? I think it is Foxtrot. Look at that. Foxtrot. Errol M., you you win today. Thank you. You win today. You if win she remembers, she'll give you a game code. Okay. There that wasn't, right that wasn't Fox, or that wasn't mm-hmm. Hatfield. That was the uh, mailman. So. Oh, Fair also point. exciting. We it was Foxtrot. I have so many books of Foxtrot comics at my parents' house. Foxtrot's real good. It's so very, very far- funny. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, well, right. I guess there's two brothers. I always forget about the I older so one. so many Farsighted comics. I love the Farsighted so it's much. So I discovered the Farsighted because of Mr. Usher, uh, who was my band director and one of my favorite, all-time favorite <laughs> teachers ever. He was my band director during junior high, and he used to have a Farsighted, like, calendar. Yep. On his desk, and I used to, I would just, and, and was I was the kid. And peel uh, it off? No, I would just look through. I would, oh. I, every time he'd get a new one, I'd pick it up and just start reading them. And he's like, You know, that's not the point of this. And I'm like, I am a child. I do Instinct not have an attention span. I need to read all of these. The, the far, I would get the compilations and all that stuff. The yeah. far side is the greatest argument in human history for quitting while you're ahead. The far side? Yes. Mm. The fact that Gary Larson's, you like, you know what? I'm done. I'm funny. I'm Wait, at my peak. So and many. I'm walking he away. left a hole in my life, though, my friend. He was genius. Yeah. What's your favorite? Off the top of your head, what's your favorite Far Side comic? Like, just uh, image I, right now. I really love the one uh, where there's uh, there's the amoeba that's got the cowboy hat yeah. and the lasso, and he said, "So till next time, adios, amoebas." Um, <laughs> that's such a damn Jared. I, Penny I like joke. that one. Uh, the one where they're down in the bomb shelter and all the nuclear bombs are going off over them. Mm-hmm. And the, they're standing next to this giant thing of cans, and the husband's like yelling at the wife, How many times did I say it? Not much use without a can opener, is it? Not much use having a bomb shelter without a can opener. Mm-hmm. And they're just the end of the world. And the one with Noah's Ark, when all the animals are lined up outside the ark, Noah's leaning over the edge, and he's like, Now we're all going to do this alphabetically. And the zebra just goes, damn. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is, is the image of the kid pushing against yeah. the door that says pull. Yeah. That is me. That was me this morning. At I went school, to a, really? gifted. Uh-huh. Yeah. I went to, uh, that's just me in general. I went to a Starbucks this morning. 
I had, I had an interesting morning. I uh-huh. went to a Starbucks this morning, parked at a meter uh-huh. that was flashing yellow. What is which that? I've never seen that. means it's broken. Oh. And I'm yeah, like, ugh. Yeah. I look at and sometimes I try to fix it because sometimes people just cram too many things in it. Mm-hmm. There's everything crammed into this thing. Like someone crammed paper into it. Like you, it was it was one of those comedy of errors where you could tell pe- people over the course of the morning had tried to cram more and more things into it to yeah. push the quarters more in, myself included, because I was like, I'm just going to put a quarter in there with the thinking that if someone gives me a ticket, I'm like, no, 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 I put a quarter in, it's just... It's broken. It's broken. Then I go to the Starbucks, and it's the only Starbucks on the planet that has the door that... It just doesn't operate the way you'd think it operates. Like, you want, you know when you go to a store... Intuitive doors. Any place, you want to pull the door open, right? This is a push. Have you it's ever... It's a push open. Oh, my gosh. And Have I was that guy. Both 90%? times, I went... To pull it, it didn't work. And then on the way out, I went to push it, it didn't work. That's annoying. Have you ever listened to 99% Invisible? No. It's a podcast, and they have a whole episode about how doors, like how the design of doors can totally mess with you yeah. based on how they're designed and like how your brain reads the architecture of them to know to push or pull. Fascinating. I mean, I'm sure they, they tricked me today because how they dare you. them? Those sons I have a question for you. Are you still not on the mobile ordering and picking up train? No, I got to get on that. That was <clears> part <throat> of my frustration also this morning was that I walked in and first off, the particular Starbucks I went to was run by um, a group of, how do I put this nicely? Vogons, right? Where they're just like, like Volgons, I think is the name of them from a Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Basically, hilarious. very slow-moving uh, beings Waiting for the paperwork, man. that just could not have cared less about my order there. Mm-hmm. And I order, it took me like 10 minutes to order. Mm-hmm. And then I get over, I'm like, I realized the the uh, the, the mistake in my plan here. When I got to the edge, like to the mm-hmm. end, after I'd order, I go and I look, and there is just the most hideous clump of mobile orders that are just piled on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Iced coffees, that have, the ice is clearly melted in there. Uh, pastries that are stale now. Mm-hmm. The whole and and by the way, Starbucks rushed this mobile order thing out so badly that they don't have a way to actually like organize it in most oh, Starbucks. Yeah. Not this one. They this one like was a three tiered like, thing where they like the shelving unit. Oh. Not in this one. Oh, and yeah. not in any of the ones I've been to. Most of them are just like they basically went to Smart and Final mm-hmm. or not Smart and Final. Uh, uh, the container. The store. container store and bought just like some plastic dividers mm-hmm. and they put them there. And I'm actually legitimately thinking of just walking into Starbucks and, and just taking whatever I want and walking out. Because how are they going to know? Honestly, they know? I would be so proud of you. I can't break rules, Kevin. I'll I know. That. And that's why I would be proud of you. Because it would be a departure of what you can do. No, but it's the most annoying thing because you're sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the four other Starbucks employees twiddle their thumbs mm-hmm. while the one person is making all the drinks. And mine's not even on the thing yet. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, all these people are happily walking in. And they're looking, and they just take their stone-cold latte, and they walk out with it. And you have I just to time to myself, it right, though. Why am I not doing the mobile ordering? It's, especially for I an iced coffee it? where it's not of peak importance that, like... I need it ice cold, Joe. Joe he but they're not going to... Ice gonna, cold. If anything, ice it's going to get colder. Ice cold. It'll get lukewarm. It'll get no, because sometimes down. you get the no, ice coffee. Gonna say, like, here's what they're going to do. They're going to ice coffee, latte right next to it, the heat exchange. I don't know how electricity works, but I know... Enough about kinetic energy exchange yeah. to realize that they're going to try to equal out. But you sometimes you get, you get coffees 
and the you, they put the ice in, they pour it, and then the bottom is not as cold as the top. That's I just I just in I'm contact saying, with the for ice. the mobile ordering. Uh huh. It can be summed up in the image that I'm about to paint for your mind right now. In okay. Your mind. So go into your mind palace. Yes. Clear all the furniture out. I saw a latte today. I saw a Trenta, like? Trenta latte, uh -huh. ice latte today. Mm -hmm. That the milk mm -hmm. had started to do that thing where it separates. Like oh. the, the top of it was like kind of separating. The ice was melting in it. It oh, looked like great. the least. Go back in your eye, I'm in your uh -huh. palace. Are you in your palace? Mm -hmm. It was the least appetizing thing I've ever seen in my life. And I, Ever? to which I, I have one thing I like, I have left mm -hmm. in this life that gives me pleasure. Mm -hmm. And that's walking into a Starbucks and getting a freshly made iced coffee. And they're ruining it for me. They're ruining it for I'm me. So sorry. What if you just time your or how? Okay, so between your house and the Starbucks that you order it normally go to, how far are the they? Show is so off the rails. Yeah, I know. We have it's only eleven twenty one. No, to be fair, I don't go. I never go to this particular Starbucks. Okay. Uh, I just decided to stop off to something different today, and it bit me in the ass. May normally, I, I go to one where that's in a. Um, I go to one that's in an actual Molly grocery Stones, store. Yeah. yeah, the Molly Stones. And the reason I do that is because they don't do mobile ordering. And I literally walk in, and they, they 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 know me so much now that they see me, they start making the drink before I walk in. Like, more often than not, they just hand me the thing as I'm giving them. And is, that's what I like. Isn't that one of the best feelings in the world when you've got a, a restaurant where you're friendly with the staff, and you walk in, and they're already working on the order? Oh, it's like, fantastic. I love that feeling. It, every it's once in best. a while, when you, when you want to change your order, you do feel the pressure of having to disappoint them and saying, mm -hmm. like, listen, sorry, I'm getting a Trenta, not a Venti today. But you warn them ahead but, of time. Like, you wave your hand when you come in. You're like, hey, guys, wait a minute. It's different today. I try to. Yeah, you gotta let them know. But I also like to be coddled. I like to. I like people to take care of me. Yeah. And Sometimes that's just it's nice it not to have to make the decision. They're like, here you go. This is what you want. Yeah, that's true. I like Joey, it. jumping back like 15 minutes. Yeah. I accidentally rudely interrupted you when you were about to say something super science-y. Oh, I don't. And I've been wondering what it was this whole time because Ooh. I love science. I love space. I love NASA. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Something oh, super science. I don't feel it. Science is not my strong point. You Almost like failed chemistry. Person. In high school, Whoa. got very close to failing chemistry. Sorry, mom, dad. But you made What's it. Up, you passed. I did. How you doing? Today? I had to eat chill lunch out. in the chemistry chill room every day for like the last two months of school and get tutored. Oh man, physics I, I really liked. Chemistry, I, I like the idea of it because it's very mathematical. Yeah, just well, never clicked. Like my wife says about elementary school, like science. She's like. Science is wonderful and it changes the universe and it's incredible. Why aren't we teaching scientific principles instead of boring details about science? She's mm -hmm. like, why do kids care what cumulus clouds are? That's not going to help them love science. No. Let's talk about stuff that blows up. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about why it blows up. Yeah. And when it comes to things oh, like okay, memorizing okay. a periodic table, yes, that is very important. But I would argue that most 10th is graders... It? are not especially well contextualized to understand why that's important. And very few science teachers do a good job yeah. of helping you understand <clears throat> that. And maybe it would be good to have a wonder of science class before we have a technical science class. Here's yeah. what I think they should do. Here's what I think the science class should be in high school. Mm -hmm. You walk in, all the desks are facing each other in a circle, right? A okay. donut shape, if you would. In fact, I'm gonna go ahead and add to this fantasy that they serve donuts in this class. That'd be fantastic. Ooh. In the middle, you have a two-liter bottle of soda and a pack of Mentos. And you go, we're about to fucking go down a deep rabbit hole right now. <laughs> right? And everyone's like, what's going to happen? You put it in there. Boom, it mm -hmm. explodes. Congratulations, y'all just got an A in science. Now you can go on to the more fun stuff like theater. In 12th grade, I had a really good physics teacher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I do believe, I no kid, like he was one of those guys that just captured me both with the technical end and the wonder of physics. Mm -hmm. If I had had that guy's class in the ninth grade, 
I would probably have You'd taken all the math I could have, excelled yeah. at it, and be a software engineer today. Interesting. Because I was, I, it was, he was four years too late. I was sitting there like, the day he explained general relativity in very understandable, comprehensible, boiled down terms, mm-hmm. I was like, here's how you look back in time. And I was like, and then graphed it out, and it made sense. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is why all the math crap I've been taking for the last four years matters. If you had told me this before. I'd have been way more invested. I'd have been way more invested. What yeah. the heck? What's yeah. wrong with this system? Yeah. It's just, it's, it, people hate math, man. That's what they're, they're against us. That's yeah, but if we math. knew. But if they we make knew, it boring. If we you say they're against us, they're, are you part of math now? No, I'm part of are the people who got. Are you perpetuating big math? Am I part of big math? <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know what I'm shilling for anymore. I don't even know. Uh, let's go to the housekeeping, Kevin. It's like 25 minutes into the show. Top on housekeeping. Top on housekeeping. Spider-Man 3 in review dropped. Go check that out, Kevin. We're going to go real fast through these, so don't even bother. Look at all the up. circles. There it is right there. Did Next you up. notice that the circle that I use on the website is the same circle from the thumbnail? What are you, what are you talking about? The little icon, the Spider-Man icon. Oh, cool. That's fun. I coordinated them. Hey, you're smart. Thank you. Uh, next up, of course, uh, we have, what is this? This is uh, the fan mail tier for Patreon. Why don't we just show yes, it? Yes, yes, thank you all. Just over there and well, we didn't we, grab we, it. We start with the little video. Nah, we don't need to do that. Let's and go, just go to the, the art. Picture, Let's just show what people are getting. Which aren't there. So we don't have, you know what the cover looks like. You've seen it. You can get it for free on Patreon.com slash games, Or you can get there. There it is right there. Bang. Like this. Giving that bad boy away. All September. By the photographer. There it is. Signed by Greg Miller. Over to the next one, Kev. We are flying through this. We're just doing it, man. We're having a fun time. The art print, by the way, you can get that on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, our prime channel. If you're backing us in the fan tier, you're going to get a nice art print of this. Uh, Not signed by anyone because we don't need to do that. This is just a beautiful art print. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to love it. This is the best art print ever. We have it. We love it enough that we have it hanging up in the office We do, actually. We have it hanging in the hallway. It's beautiful. This is a Panda Musk exclusive. No one will ever get these again. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get this bad boy. Uh, That's pretty great. Next up. Is that it? No, there's one more. Uh, they did a react to the Nintendo Direct yesterday. If you guys want to watch that, yeah. you can check that out on the so Game Channel. Not- oh, uh, sorry, I didn't expect them to. If you didn't watch me and Kevin and Jerry, You guys did react. one live yesterday, right? Yeah, we did that one at the Gamescast pre-show. That's it's just for patrons. That's just for patrons. Yeah. Well, there's two now. I, evidently, the Nintendo Direct was so important. That it, it warranted two live reacts for this. This is true. I, are you mocking us? One Alfredo Diaz and one Michael Jones from Achievement Hunter yeah, also make an appearance. At one point, Alfredo takes his shirt off, which is kind of weird. Of course but, he does. Well, he's jacked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to What were the big magic, things from Nintendo Direct? Yesterday? Animal Crossing. Why do people care about Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing is don't. great. Jared, why do people care about Animal Crossing? He's going to say something dumb. Is it fun? Yes. It's not. What, what, what do you do in this game? I mean. Why is everyone so jacked up about this? There was a lot of. Can you. I can't well, be bothered to do this right now. Are you into Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing is cool. Is it cool? Yeah. Is it better than Smash? It's radically different. Why do people care about it, though? Because Animal Crossing. Is this where you, isn't this where you torture small little. Yes. Animal what Crossing do you do? You is a, a farm? game where you check in, Nick. That's why it's so much fun. Animal Crossing is a game where there's a little world going on inside your little electronic device, and it's go- you get this feeling that it's going on while you're not there, mm-hmm. and then you come back and check in on it every now and then, and you can affect what happens and kind of steer them 
in their direction again, and then you back away for a while. And you step away, and they're kind of living in their little thing. And every day, you want to peek in and check in on your little community and be like, okay, guys, let me help you make things Do better. Do I need more We're bells? Going. Yes. Yeah. The answer so is always yes. It's like... I'm going to be awesome with you guys. I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. This sounds awesome. It's this great. Sounds great. <laughs> I think I'm in. You just sold it's me on not, this. You're telling me awesome I get to play a game where I don't have to do anything? Yeah. That sounds great. Where the game you? plays itself, and I just check in and come in and occasionally kill things or make two things have sex with each other. Yeah, kind of. Fantastic. Right. Here's the thing: I can also I'm playing get God, you, Kevin. I can get you to a point where you can also do that in Stardew Valley, and then we can have a farm together, and we can you can just pop in and make wine. I will wine. never, ever. I'm never going to say never, but I'll never play Stardew Valley. Okay, but. I will be on open the scale. Back. I will I'm be open to the animal say crossing. Never, and then you said never is a gateway drug for Stardew Valley. For me. That's also true. because the thing is this: that you which have one to, will you never do more? Never play yeah. Stardew Valley or never watch Grease Two? I'll probably Stardew Valley. I'll eventually come around to Grease Two, and then if I like it, I'll tell you that it's that you were 100 percent wrong for not telling me to watch it earlier. Do you understand me? You could come see it on Tuesday at the Draft House. Kev, do you understand that I'll do anything for humor? So if I get that, if me hating something and then immediately loving it is funny to people, I will do that. Sure. Because I, I, I hold humor in the highest esteem. This is true. Uh, next up on Housekeeping, they're doing the meet and greet tonight at Nando's. Which is 7 like PM. right now. Is it right now? What time is it? Oh, wait, that's like two hours from now, right? Uh, no, it's like now. No, it is 8 o'clock. It's almost 8 o'clock there. So this is ah, happening right now. Look at you, using your watch. Using that GMT functionality yeah. on the old watch. There it is, the O2. Hey, if you're in London right now and you're like, wait, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Go to the o- immediately go to the O2 Millennium Way. Stop North cooking Greenwich, dinner. Southeast get on 10, the tube and Ox, just get there. Ox. Come hang out with Greg, Tim, and Andy, and probably, I'm sure, uh, Alfredo and some other people will be there. To be clear, that message is only for people that are watching live. If you're hearing this. Oh, if you're watching on YouTube, I got a question for you. You got Amazon Prime? <laughs> you don't watch the show live, but it doesn't matter. Because I just remembered, if you have Amazon Prime, you can link that to your Twitch Prime account and give it to us free. You're not watching live? doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Every little bit helps. It's true. Go do that. We appreciate that. It's true. Uh, what, Kev, was there anything left on that? No, I think that was it. That's it, right? I think so. Okay. <clears throat> is your Amazon, speaking of Amazon Prime, is yours up now? Let me see. Let me see if I can do it today. Joey, look what I got. What is it? It's a button? Show the camera. It's a big red button. What does What's it do? the big red button for? Why is that not working? Hold on. Oh, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's finally up. Congratulations to Fiona. You just got my free Amazon Prime Twitch Twitch Prime sub. sub. Shout out. Now, I'm not saying I I require thanks because she has pre-thanked me. Mm -hmm. She has pre-loaded her thanks Mm -hmm. uh, and delivered them. Mm -hmm. I'm just letting you know, though, that Penguin Von Penguin absolutely obliterated the thank you game. Yeah. Teddy Chineras mm-hmm. failed miserably. Mm-hmm. And Sancho West, somewhere in the middle. Okay. Do you understand me? Yeah. He was in the middle. In the, between the two Squarely between the two of them. did he do a stream just to thank you? Because I believe that was, he didn't that thank Teddy? me prior to that. No, that was Sancho. Okay. Teddy just dropped the ball fundamentally for me. He sent you multiple videos. He is a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, redheaded cherub of a man. Mm-hmm. He's a cherub of a boy, but he doesn't understand how to thank someone. <laughs> Penguin Von Penguin. Every day of his life, of that whole month. Still thanking me mm-hmm. for that free $5. Mm-hmm. Just like we'll thank you out there at the end of every show by reading those subscriptions. We appreciate mm-hmm. you guys very, very much. All right, Kev, give me the tip graphic. Let's see if people have uh, Wait, given us any... to be clear, yeah. do, we, do we thank them at the end of the show? Yeah. Okay. We by calling out the subs. Yeah. Okay. Why else would we do that? I throw Daddy, things in there every once in a while. Money. 
<laughs> Remember, if you guys want to tip us at the five dollar above level, we will read anything you put in there. I don't Literally know if that's anything. True. Not at all. I will true. say Why? any don't words say that. that DJ Kento wants me to say right now. Don't DJ Kento left with a bunch of tips. That was a bunch of tips today. Uh, starting it off, thank God. Robin GL says it's Friday. Nick, when are you going to be on Collider Live? Here's our king about to show off his mad volleyball skills. Also, I'd love to hear what Jared thinks of our great king. That's Put your tongue back in no, your mouth. No, uh, sir. You are, and that's not a volleyball. That's a fake soccer ball. That is a blowout soccer ball. But the ball. tongue out is the sign of like true concentration. Mm-hmm. Like he is. I'm laser not gonna lie. Focus. The outfit is phenomenal. Right, dude, I like the little hat. Oh, the Chapeau, king of Sweden, as they say, is well, probably one of the coolest people on the planet. Easily. What else do you know about the king nothing. of Sweden? Okay. Absolutely nothing. I don't have any understanding of his have political you ever been leanings. To uh, I've seen Sweden. Okay. I was in Denmark, and I went mm-hmm. all the way up to uh, Elsinore Castle. Mm-hmm. And if you stand there, you can look across and see Sweden. Mm. And I was like, I told my wife, I was like, should we go to Sweden? She's like, no, we're good. So I'll probably never go now. Okay. That's it. Uh, Neo Bites Live give us 400 cheers, but you know what? That's, that's 100 cheers less than what we're supposed to do here, but I'm benevolent, so I'll oh, read it. Oh, it's because he put a period after the last one. What does that mean? Like he, like he had another one, but he put a period, so it didn't register. He tried to do 500. Why don't you read what he says there? What does he, it what says, does he say? I just want to thank Cool Greg for coming on my podcast yesterday and talking about all things hip-hop and gaming with me. Love all of you. And also, I, if you're interested, check out the second page of my shirtless Spider-Man comic I'm putting together for you all at. And then it bleeped out the link so that didn't work. Keep fucking that chicken. Nick, stop staring at my ass. All right. Fair point. DJ Kanto gave us a stream of tips here and says, Hey, Nick. Saw the new Nick Cage Mandy movie last night. It's a neon-lit, psychedelic, revenge-fueled bloodbath where Nick Clay- Cage plays a tree logger who hunts down a group of LSD-addicted cultists and bikers in 1983. His best movie in years. Also, shout-out to Joey for her insanely wonderful and hilarious reaction to Isabel in Smash Bros. Ultimate yesterday. In honor of that, here's a short, fun Smash Bros. clip. God bless the Great Wall of Kevin. I'll tell you one thing right now about this, DJ Kanto. I appreciate all these tips. Mm-hmm. But buttering up the Great Wall of Kevin is not going to get a shitty clip through. If it's a sure. bad clip, it's not going to be. And it was a bad clip. And it was sorry. a bad clip. Sorry. It was nothing enjoyable. Uh, also, he says, as a longtime fan of Aliens, this was my favorite Far Side comic, and he gave us a, a link to this. Always made me laugh. I'll buy this a print if funny. they made it. I like this a lot. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good right there. You uh, won us back with the Farsight Alien. Yeah, that was not comic. bad, DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lexi King gave us our final tip for right now. It's a birthday tax, y'all. Guys, my busy season is finally over. I can't believe I managed to squeeze in a week off for prom. Time to finally rededicate myself to Kind of Funny and the community. I love you all. Big up to my brother, Cool Greg, BKD, and Joester. This is Lex King. Thanks, dude. The Joester. Happy to have you back. All right, let's, uh, let's go into the news, Kev. <laughs> the news. It's one of those days. I can't talk during these graphics. It's just one of those days. What are you doing? Uh, First up on the news, uh, Venom has officially been rated, and it is PG-13. And that is... Not great? Not a surprise, but also not good. Everyone was hoping it would be rated R, so it would be super violent and super cool, and now it's going to be blah. It's just kind of there. Which I feel like kind of just... Sums up all of Sony's offerings that aren't Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was more excited for this. I'm not excited for this. Of course, if you guys are watching along uh, with our Spider-Man in review, Venom is the final movie that's going to round that out. 
So we have to watch this movie. We do. Thanks largely to Tim Geddes. I have been vying for just us to go back and watch the original 1980s canon films Spider-Man movie instead of Venom. Mm. But Tim says, and I quote, I don't know what that is. Nobody knows what that is. Stop bringing it up. Are you talking about that video that someone sent us that like it's like two hours long? No. Canon Films. There's a great documentary on it. Canon Films. Got it. Got it. There's a great documentary called uh, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. The Untold Story of Canon Canon Pictures, I think it was. Canon Mm -hmm. Films. And they got the rights to Spider-Man and Punisher and Captain America, and they made a really shitty Spider-Man movie back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a kid, probably could not have been older than seven at the time, watching this movie going, I think even I could do better than this if they gave me a camera and ten bucks to make a Spider-Man movie. Because it was abysmal. Sidebar, Electric Boogaloo, it doesn't matter if you care about films. It doesn't matter if you don't care about films. If you love insider film stuff, if you don't, it's universally entertaining. You need to watch that on, on Netflix. That's it an is amazing piece of, of uh, filming. By far, especially if you lived at all through the 80s and the 90s, it is by far my favorite, one of my favorite documentaries ever made. Yeah. Mm. But I Easily. think even, even if you weren't there, honestly, even if none of this has any context for you, they are so smart with the hilarity that they clip out that even without the context of having grown up around it, you'll just be like, how did this ever happen on film and get released in theaters? And you're going to do that 40 or 50 times during this documentary. My it's God. worth it alone just for the clips they put in. They, there's a, there's a, a statistic that they talk about. Canon Films, for those of you who don't know, was a filmmaker, a group of people that were making films in, I want to say the early to, early to mid-80s, and then eventually they went bankrupt, late, of course. Yeah, they, they got picked up uh, by the, in the late 70s, early 80s, and really their heyday was from about 81 through, that really they lasted till the, the early 90s. There was, and then there's a statistic, and how they lasted was, instead of qua- uh, quality, they worked off of the quantity uh, theory. There was some statistical, like major, most, most production companies or studios put out like, I think it was like 20 movies a year or something like that. They were trying to put out like 100. They were just, really they were going fucking nuts. And, and it was, they were so bad. In, but there's like the Delta Force, um, uh, American Ninja. Yeah. Uh, like all these movies from my youth that were on Channel 13 growing up. And I was like, these are just bad, but they're so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And they were really good at that. And they made so many of them. And, and for a while it worked because they made them on a really low budget. Yeah. And they made them mostly with, mostly with foreign investment money on a really low budget. And so they would make just enough movie to make the cost of the movie back. And then maybe one out of 40 would be a hit. Yeah. And they'd make a whole bunch of money because they didn't spend anything making it. And as long as they stuck to that model, they did pretty well. These are the uh, people that made, so it's notably for people to get people into that, because I know we're boring everyone to death of this. They made the Masters of the Universe movie with yeah. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. You Superman this? 4. The uh, they made no. Superman 4. I got really 4. distracted because I thought you were talking about the Princess of the Universe song. No, that's from Highlander, and how fucking dare you? They're not even in the same. They're not even the same. I wasn't even thinking about the movie. I was just thinking about the song. How Highlander, dare you? Phenomenal movie. Okay. Phenomenal movie. Highlander great first two? scene. Not Highlander great. two, and every subsequent Highlander after that, not very good. Are you Ricky Bobbying Highlander right now? Am I the right? Academy Award for the greatest greatest movie ever made? Movie ever made? Yeah. yeah. It is. Okay. How dare you? They're gonna remake it. It's gonna just drive it into the ground. You Who's can't. remaking that? I don't know, but hopefully they'll actually cast the Spanish person as the Spaniard. <laughs> that would probably be to pretty be smart. To be fair, he was meant to be Egyptian. <laughs> He's clearly Scottish. <laughs> no, you're right. It's clearly Sean Connery. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, bring up this next news story. Ah, oh, man. Bond 25 is a nightmare. It is just a walking nightmare. With the uh, departure of Danny Boyle, uh, uh, the production company has chosen to go back to the original writers. Uh, Purvis and Wade are rehired to salvage... 
Bond 24. These are writers that worked on Skyfall and Casino Royale. And this is why I find this article very interesting. Uh, so this reads, as a producer, this is from uh, theguardian.com, as a producer's attempt to get the next James Bond film back on track after the abrupt departure of director Danny Boyle, reports have emerged that the series' longtime writers, Neil Purvis and Robert Wade, have been rehired to produce a new script. According to the Daily Mail, Purvis, Purvis and Wade have returned to the 25th Bond film, having had their original treatment for the film set aside when producers opted to go with Boyle and a script by him and his regular collaborator, John Hodge. However, now the planned 2020 release has been postponed. Producers Barbara Broccoli and uh, Michael G. Wilson are scrambling to avoid further disruption and rehiring the experienced Bond writers, Purvis and Wade, here's where it gets interesting, who have worked on every Bond film since the 1999's The World Is Not Enough. So this is my, this is my question for Barbara Broccoli and, uh, and her producing partner, Michael G. Wilson. Uh-huh. You have these two people. Uh, they worked on Casino Royale as well, so that mm-hmm. is the one shining light. But you watched the movie The World Is Not Enough, and yeah. you just thought to yourself, these are the guys we're going to go with for the rest of the foreseeable future of Bond. Uh-huh. These two guys are the ones that are going to shepherd Bond through every through the next couple decades. Mm-hmm. The world is not enough. Not a not, good Bond movie. Do we not like no. the world is not enough? No. Well, some people do. Uh, I don't remember not liking it. The song was dope. Which was, what's the I think you're, you're probably mistaking that. Because I think you're thinking yeah, Die Another Day. Oh. Madonna song? Madonna's Madonna Die is Another Die Day. Another Day. The World Is Not Enough was the one with the dude from Train Spotting. Is that the one? Who was the bad guy who didn't feel pain? Yeah, it was him, he, Sophie he Marceau. Was being tortured during the, the World Is Not Enough song? Right? No. He's being Again, tortured in South Korea. That's Die Another cool. Day. <laughs> that's Die Another Day. Die Another Day. Die Another Day starts <laughs> with him being. Uh, I know that is the one where the North Korean guy turns into an English guy via some yeah. sort of genetic thing. Yeah, yeah, the That's the one that starts with him getting captured and tortured in North Korea. And it has a song, I think I'll die another day. Which is, Kevin, you're right. Fucking dope. Banger. The Still World Is banger. Not Enough is the last Pierce Brosnan movie. And it's not good at all. What the fuck happens in The World's Not Enough? It's just not good. But like, what happens? What actually happens? I couldn't tell you. It starts with I a very boring you. action sequence where he like drives some sort of boat. It says, Bond, it must race to defuse an international power struggle with the world's oil supply hanging in the balance. Electra King is the daughter of a murdered oil tycoon whom Bond is assigned to protect. The villain, who has a bullet lodged in his brain, rendering him unable to feel pain. Also featuring nuclear weapons expert Dr. Christmas Jones. Oh, that's Denise right. Richards. That's, that's right. We, it did give us the famous line, uh, I think, what is it? Christmas oh, came early this time? Uh-huh. I thought Christmas like came once, once, this, yeah. once a year. <laughs> So fucking bad. Although, shout out to the casting department who was like, we clearly get it. We understand how stupid Bond is and how dumb this, this movie franchise has gotten. Let's cast Denise Richards as a nuclear physicist. I right remember now. her scene. Named Doc, she... Dr. Christmas or whatever the hell her name was. I think that's right. When she like walks up and, the, the, oh man. Hi, I'm Dr. Christmas. I'm a nuclear physicist. I'm like, how long did it take you to memorize those I lines? thought the order was the other way, where it was, uh, the world is not enough, then die another day. It's possible. I thought die another day was the last, the Pierce Brosnan movie. That is possible. Who knows? Tomorrow never It's a lot to figure out. Uh, Let's not let that film off the hook without the uh, final line of the movie. Do we remember this? That we talked about it. Christmas only came once a year? Yeah, okay, yeah. we got there. Yeah, All we right. just talked about sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. It was... Phenomenal filmmaking. 
So let's see. Let me look at this real quick. Satchel underscore page in the right. chat says Pierce is Bond to me, and I would agree with that. Yeah, Pierce is Bond to me too. It's weird. Wait, is we Pierce some... your Bond? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have somebody in the chat named Satchel Page. I mean, Naturally. that's their username. That's awesome. Satchel... Oh, die another day. What? You're right. Die another day was his last one. Satchel die page. another day brought it back. It did. Because that wasn't bad. Mm-mm. But there is the scene where he's. Like, they're like, turn off the laser. And well, he had an invisible car in that, and everyone's like, all right, enough is okay. enough. Nick, you need to stop with this James Bond stuff. We're talking about Satchel Page right now. So Who the fuck is Satchel? Page. I don't care about Satchel, Satchel Page. Satchel Page, the, the, one of the greatest pitchers in the history of Kevin, baseball. Somebody's got him there. It's, would you like immediately it? time out Satchel Page. No. Because no. he has annoyed me. No, no, really. You understand you me? Do that. Go He's, into the chat. The more Jared talks about Satchel Page, I want you to add seconds to his timeout. Satchel Page, probably the greatest major league pitcher right, ever, but ten, never, ten, never ten got minutes. the recognition because he pitched mostly okay, in the Negro here's leagues. Here's the thing. And was, it, it's, please don't We don't have time for 15 seconds of sports today. We don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's just no time. Listen, You're talking this about is a story sports. about freedom. You're talking this about sports. This is a story sports. about overcoming And I want to talk about the predator. Oppression. Do you understand me? You're this talking is, about real things this that is would make this podcast good. That would make more people watch this podcast. That's not what this is for. This is... I just can't stand by and watch Satchel Paige get screwed over again. The guy's whole life is one tale of tragedy where he was robbed of the fame, fortune, mm-hmm. and recognition he deserved just because make of sure the color of his skin. Make we sure cannot let that happen Can on this show duly, as well. Duly noted. We certainly can't make a joke out of that, which is what I'm terrified we're right on the edge of doing. Duly noted. I must you're, not. I but I think you don't understand how much I want to talk about Predator right now. Oh, That's where you're at. I also don't think, I think you understand, you have to understand, there's a time and a place for those discussions, okay? Yeah. This show is the the equivalent to a Denny's at 2 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Satchel Page. This is the time we talk about what Bond movie is our least favorite movie, not civil rights. All right, I, I, I have... I feel that the hole has been dug so deep at this point that I'm just going to slink away. Which one of us dug the hole? Slinking away. Because I feel like we're both. I just wanted to talk about Satchel Page being awesome. Satchel Page is awesome. Kevin, bring up the next news story. This was from yesterday, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Because I'm getting kind of hyped for the Predator. Evidently, Shane Black offered. You can stay for this, Jared. I think you'll like this. Shane Black says Schwarzenegger rejected a role in Predator in favor of Terminator 6. He offered him sort of like a cameo at the end. Yeah. And Schwarzenegger was like, no, that's not a big enough role for me. I'm going to go do Jim Cameron's Terminator 6 instead. Jim Here's Cameron. the thing. Why couldn't he do both? Uh, I, I have no idea. I think it was a role that would have required a little bit more of his time than he was willing to commit. And Schwarzenegger doesn't realize that he's not a huge star anymore. So I think he's... Pretty aware of that. I don't think he is. I think he still the thinks he's a huge the star. Of California. Yeah, I think he is aware that his he is he will always be a big star. Rule over. Well, well. Now I love. I would love for them to bring back the Dutch character at some point, just as a cameo, just to be like this. Here's what he's at right now. Like yeah. they go to him and he's like living in a, in like a remote section of Colorado and just gearing up for a war, similar to Jamie Lee Curtis in the new Halloween. You know, where he's just, like, constantly thinking they're going to come back, and he's just this totally fucking traumatized vet. I think that would be amazing. But I don't think he's up for that. I think Schwarzenegger wants to be that again, which is what you're seeing a bunch. I think maybe Arnold just looked at this and went, I I don't need the money that bad. Really? Yeah, the man's got... Have you seen the movies he's done recently? He's richer than the dreams of Avarice. He's in Terminator 6, which has a better shot of being a good Terminator than any movie since 2 has. Did you see Genesis? 
Uh, let's not talk about Genesis. Okay. But that wasn't a camera. Who directed Genesis? That was uh, a camera. I forget the name of the director. No it Linda was... Hamilton, no James Cameron, no Terminator. It's true. The next Terminator has a shot at be. being great. Yeah. So do the next mm-hmm. 15 Avatar movies. But we'll see what happens. No, because the first Avatar movie was not great. You didn't like the first Avatar movie? I have had things come out of my rear end that I liked more than the last Avatar movie. Wow. You're dead inside. I've never seen Avatar. I love that movie. It's great. I like it. It was the only movie I've got a robot legit- with a knife. It's the only movie I've ever legitimately watched in 3D and been like, 3D is actually making this movie better. This is a cool 3D experience. You know what we should, we'll have to, we're going to have to talk Avatar. You want to debate Avatar? Yeah, we can debate Avatar. All right, we'll get to that. You're not good at debating movies. I'm terrible at debating movies. We learned that because you just get mad. Because you guys go, Nick, you don't understand. Speed Racer is a cartoon. And I'm like, then why did they shoot it in live action? (laughs) Do you that's see what I'm saying? So many different it's things. It's a cartoon. I think that's that's. Why did they use point. real life people in it then? Why not just draw the fucking thing? Why do you hate drawing? Is expensive. Speed Racer so much. Jared also brings just up not points. a good movie. It's not a very well made movie. Really good movie. Where do you come down on Speed on Racer? On most fronts, I kind of like Speed Racer. <laughs> it's unwatchable. I don't understand how you can watch the first five minutes of it and not be like, what a fucking emotional roller coaster. He was about to win, and he fucking slows down to let his brother's ghost keep the record. It's beautiful. His dead brother. Imagining it in class, and it's weird. Wait, what? No, he wasn't imagining that in class. It was cutting to him being a child. See, this is a convoluted be, mess. The it's first not minutes at all. Like, What's happening right it's now? It's so clear. It's weird. It's it's cutting between his present and his past to tell you in the first you, five minutes. Of, it's just to a, tell it's you how much mess. he cares about racing. Okay. It has been his only passion his entire life. We need to have this is a whole totally different show. I want to get to your big topic. The big topic? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you see me put that on there? Yeah. Jared, you can stick around for this. Last night we, we need the oh, we need the I big like, topic graphic. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are we? Last night, uh, I went to a couple mics, Mm -hmm. and I thought to myself, I've never done one particular show. Mm -hmm. There's one particular mic that I've always kind of stayed away from, Mm -hmm. um, because I felt that it's not going to be an environment necessarily conducive to stand-up comedy. But Uh last night, I'm like, you know what? I'll stop by. I Mm -hmm. I went to a mic down the road, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, you know, I got a couple extra hours. I'll stop by this one. Mm -hmm. I went to a place called Urban Farm. Yesterday, mm-hmm. can ah. you guess what that is? I mean, I could, except for the fact that I read the show notes, Go so ahead, I know give it a guess. it's definitely dispensary. It is a pot dispensary. Now, this is my second time ever having walked into a pot dispensary. Mm-hmm. The first time was a few years back. I was with a friend who shall not rem- uh, be named right okay. now. Okay. Uh, he or she was picking up his or her. It was a him. He was picking up. Uh, he, you know, the he had the, the medical yeah. marijuana license thing. Yeah. He was picking up some mm-hmm. much needed medical marijuana mm-hmm. uh, for himself. But I couldn't go all the way in. Like, if you didn't have the license, oh. you had to wait in the, in the little lounge. Got it. So I felt like mom took me to the office, mm-hmm. but I had to wait out with the Crayola crayons. Yeah. Last night, I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if, this is for purely scientific reasons. I'm like, I wonder if you just go into these places now, because it's legal now. Yeah, you can. But we talked about how, remember, Kevin, at the beginning of the year, they were like, yep. like, you went legal last year, and then, but you couldn't just walk in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that kicked in, like, I want to say mid-March, something right. like that, where you yeah. just walk in. So this is me with my friend Arden, by the way. Arden Comedy, he's a really funny comic, and he's super into weed. Super into weed. He has a, uh, I believe he has a podcast called Coffee and Cannabis. Hmm. Uh, and he's just, well, I, here's the thing. 
people who smoke a lot of weed, yeah. don't sleep on them. And here's why. You start talking to them when they're super high, and you're like, you don't know what the hell you're saying right now because you're high as fuck. Mm -hmm. And then you start talking to them about weed when they're super high, and they become neuroscientists. <laughs> then he was, I was like, so what should I always oh, like? Oh, you got to get this, yada, yada, yada. Different mm -hmm. levels of THC versus CBD versus yeah. sativa. Hey, Damon, what's Hi. going on? Damon Hatfield in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, so I was like, I want to go try and do this show here because I'm just fascinated by this environment. As you yeah. know, I like to put myself in different places and like experience new things. It's part of the reason why I go to different Starbucks every morning. Gets my analytical part of my brain firing, yeah. and then I can get really mad and just be and to just vent to the audience. And out then there, you just the ten people out there that are watching. Go to Molly Stones forever. Um, so I went last night, uh -huh. and it's interesting because you would think that a show run by a person, a comic who works at the dispensary would not be well organized. Mm -hmm. You would be right about that. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's very like, it was very like fly by the seat of your pants. So How we, many we, of your, but is that not most of the shows? They're kind of like Most loosely. of them, I mean, most mics are loosely sort of like, we're just going to have fun and you're yeah. going to go up. But this mic in particular, so here's what happened. Like I go up, I don't smoke weed. Mm -hmm. uh, I have in the past, but it's just not my, it's not my thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like I, I like to see different people's like uh, hobbies and I, I walk in there. And as a, as a purely scientific thing, I was like trying to talk to the people that were selling weed, and I'm like, yeah. hey, like, what would I, what would I get, if if I wanted to like relax more, but I don't want to get super high, I don't want to, I don't want to like get the munchies or whatever. And man, the eye rolls that I got from these people, really, they were just like, dude, like. It's it's like anyone that walks in has never done something before. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, you're such a fucking noob. It was just the, <laughs> the most noob like, eye rolls. Aw. But I'm at Nick. the show and I start doing my set. Mm -hmm. And normal open mics, you're doing like maybe three to six minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm up there for a good ten minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going through all my material. I'm Are having, they just not giving you the sign that you're done? I look over and the guy who's running the mic is not even paying attention to the show. Awesome. He had done a dab before with a blowtorch. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. I'm getting a contact high from this place because mm -hmm. you're in the weed lounge. Yeah. And everyone's just allowed to smoke there. Arden, my friend, did this amazing dab beforehand mm -hmm. where I just see him. It's me. I'm doing it. And I look over and he's lighting this thing on fire. I don't know. I mean, do you know what a dab is? I don't. It's like concentrated marijuana oil. Okay. That you then light on fire and it just shoots the THC into your fucking like bloodstream oh, and you get super high for like two hours and then you mellow out um it was needless to say a very interesting experience <laughs> for a person who doesn't particularly care for or indulge in marijuana hmm. and i can honestly say that the four or five patrons that were there yeah were not prepared nor did they necessarily want or were they in necessarily in the proper mental state for the complexity of my dick jokes Hmm. I had one guy who was literally, he had this thing that looked like a bicycle, like a, like a shock from a car. Uh-huh. Like a bicycle pump, kind of. Yeah. That had the dab on the end of it, and he was blowtorching it as I was talking about my wife. And I'm uh -huh. like, what the fuck <laughs> is What did I just put here? myself into? It was very, very weird. But the good thing is, uh -huh. I'm like, so I just walked in. And by the way, these places are not, they need to figure out how to make these places a little less intimidating. Because I walk up and there's a guy, like a security guard with a fucking badge wrapped around his neck who goes, ID, please. And I give him my ID and he walks over to a computer and scans it in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, am I now in the federal database of people who are like doing I feel drugs? like it's not that different than... 
Because there are some bars in Orange County that used to do that to make sure that it's like a valid ID and it's not a fake. This is a puts it in. It takes a picture, scans oh. my face. He puts mail. There's a fingerprint analysis as well that he didn't ask me to use, thank yeah. God, because I was like, this freaked me out. I'm like, I'm not here to buy weed. I'm just here to do the show, the mm-hmm. mic. And the guy's like, I'm sorry, I have to run you through this whole thing. I go in. They make me they make you wait in a little waiting room until someone can come in and, like, prepare you for, like, the, the proper things you can and can't do in this dispensary, i.e. you can't use your phone unless you're in the lounge, which I don't know why. It's very weird to me. That is weird. This is not in an inviting environment. Mm-hmm. And it made me a little anxious. I'm like, this is freaking me out a little bit that yeah. I'm in this dispensary right now. And, like, all of the rules and regulations and the dude with the fucking, like, there's guys with guns, security cameras everywhere. Like, I feel like I'm in fucking Johnny Mnemonic, right? <laughs> but then by about 30 minutes in, the contact high was so strong, all the anxiety just melted away. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, I'm having a great time. I don't wonderful. know why. This is super often. fun. Oh, my God. It was so funny. It was very, very weird. Do you it think you'll do it again? Um... I mean, maybe I don't know. It's, it was it was a fun challenge. It was fun to try to get people who are not intoxicated yeah. to laugh at your jokes because there's just a different. I mean, everyone's. I got a couple laughs. That was mm-hmm. fun, but uh, it was it was weird. It's not. It's like to me. There's I'm, I'm of two minds on it. Mm-hmm. One is that uh, no, it was not a particularly fun experience because I bombed. I ate shit, but. I did get a couple laughs, and that's always good training. Because mm-hmm. you're like, if I can make the, the one dude who's been smoking weed for the last 80 hours to laugh, yeah, then I can probably get the, uh, normal people who are just having a couple alcoholic beverages to laugh. So mm-hmm. that was fine. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like training. It's kind of like a workout. Yeah. Um, but tell you what, it made my neck pain go away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Felt a little looser after that. You know what I mean, Big Kev? Yep. Felt mm-hmm. a little looser. Oh man. Uh, what let's a see. story. Let's see. Nike Oni says, wow, this dispensary must have seriously sucked because now Nick is going to think this way about them forever, and that's a shame. I have never been to a shitty one like that. They are usually so warm and welcoming and full of hippies. Uh, let me back up. They're very nice people, and it's a very nice dispensary. It's mm-hmm. Urban Farm. It's, if, you, if you're into weed, I'm not, I'm not going to advocate for this place, but it's not bad. It's just, it's not the dispensary. It's the... The sort of uh, uh, militaristic aspect of what they need to do in order to keep safety, that freaks mm. me out a little bit. I'm not used to that. You have to understand that, like, the drug that I do is alcohol if I'm going to do anything. And for me, that's as easy as going to the corner store and buying a fifth of it looks Jack cool. Daniels. It's is pretty, it? Yeah, that's it right It looks there. very, like, industrial, a lot of, like, yeah, it's, metals it's a and totally, and It's a like totally that. fine place. Everyone that worked there was very nice. The girl that I rolled at me was just joking, like... Jokingly, yeah. eye rolling because I was asking. You know, I get nervous, so I ask a billion questions, mm-hmm. and then I try to make jokes. And she's like, "We're busy. <laughs> We've got stuff to do here, right?" And then I kept looking at the cookies. I'm like, "Don't eat them. Don't eat the cookies because they're not just good." But I wanted a cookie. Yeah. Um. So that was just me, kind of. I don't know. I think I brought in a little bit of anxiety into it because it was my first time being in that experience. Mm-hmm. Having said that, though, it's really it needs to be a little bit easier than than what they're making it, in my opinion. Mm. But they'll get there. Maybe you need to try out another place. Maybe. Maybe. See if that's any different. Possible. I mean, this was also, by the way, the one that I went to was located on um, like 10th and Mission, oh. which is not the best neighborhood. Yeah. So I under- understandably <laughs> so. It's understandable why yeah. there's like a cop there with a gun that might be like, we have to keep people out of this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we try. Is there any different? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But it was cool. Yeah. I was like, I could just buy marijuana. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, it's legal. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, 
<laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. I still feel like I'm breaking the law. Isn't that it's weird? It's still taboo, yeah. Yeah, it's still so taboo to me. It's I can just walk in. I can walk into any bar on the planet and, and order a drink with confidence, but, mm-hmm. but buying a joint is like... Still, it like weirds me out. I mean, I guess it's only been like what the last year yeah. that it's been legal. Also, yeah. like you don't smoke weed, so no. I feel like you, for you buying a joint is it, like really out of the ordinary. It is. Like if you were like, like a normal person excited. buying a pack of cigarettes would be weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but also I just came from Austin where it's not legal, mm-hmm. and people were like, like some of my friends were like. Tell me about tell me about California. Tell me about the fantasy land called California, yeah. where you can just walk in and buy weed. I'm like, I don't know. They're like, you don't go and just buy it. I'm like, I don't know. Uh. It's not like, yeah. I guess because you just don't think about it. Yeah, but for people where it's hard to get, they're like, why would you just not do it? Yeah. But if that's not what you're into. Then although why I'm into would you these, uh, they talked to me about these CBD gummies. Mm-hmm. Which like CBD is a different a different part, I guess, of the marijuana strand, a different yeah. oil that comes from it or chemical. Where Compound. it doesn't get you high, thank you, uh, but it just like mellows you out, like it takes all your anxiety out. Mm. So I'm like, maybe we should, I should keep some here for when we have like 50 people in the office <laughs> and Greg decides that he's going to keep everything on his desk. Yeah. Just everything. Uh-huh. Oh, Nick. And I just need to pop one and be like, who cares? And Let, it go. Let it go. Let it go. I'll clean the walls when everyone goes to London. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Well, it's interesting too, because like the, I, the like medical uses for it of like the lotions and tinctures and all of that stuff. One of my friends has like back pain and she's, so she's been trying to figure out like different ways to do it, like going to the chiropractor and all yeah. these different things. And so, Well, there's that CBD uh, uh, cream that you can put mm-hmm. on yourself, which I don't know, maybe there's a doctor that's watching here. I don't know if that stuff really so. works, though. We do have that ER doctor that posts on Reddit about listening every to once, our show. <laughs> every once in a while, doctors will be up and they're like, Nick, just stop talking about uh, well, do- I guess medical I science. I don't know what kind of Dr. Mike Kurzer is. But I've, I've read doctor. some interesting stuff about CBD. Um, the bi- the biggest article that I read, or the most interesting, was that um, uh, they like farmers are concentrating on getting more THC in in, in the weed and less uh, CBD because the THC is what gives you that high feeling. Yeah, that's what gets mm-hmm. you high. But it also makes you paranoid and shit. Yeah, that's so, why it was like, interesting. Those also- are bad. So that's not a good thing. Yeah, I was talking to the the people at the counter, and I was like, "What, uh, like, would you recommend for someone that just wants to mellow out?" Yeah, because I'm not against it. I'm like, it's legal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, if I go out and have a couple cocktails, what's the difference between doing that and smoking a joint? Like, I got that that stigma is silly to just keep in your head. Yeah. So I was like, what if, like, what would I smoke if I want, or like ingest if I wanted to just mellow out, get a little bit of a high? And they were like, oh. And then they show you they've got, like, the, the percentage of THC to CBD. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can buy weed that has a little bit of THC in it and a lot of CBD. So it just gets you a little high and then just takes all your anxiety away. And I'm like, fascinating. 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 Yeah. Now if they could just figure out so that weed doesn't smell like it does. God, I hate that'd it. That'd be great. I don't like it. I'll tell you one thing right now. If you smoke a lot of weed and you think no, and you think you don't smell like a fucking hemp store when you walk into the bar or the party, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Also, it gives you stale, nasty breath. Mm-hmm. I have friends that smoke, and they're like, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, put a mint in there, man. Yeah. You smell like a hippie's ashtray. Uh, all right, Kev. We're really long in the tooth on this one. We are. Oh, really late. Uh, so let's skip these next two things. We'll read the rest of the tips, and then we'll We're do We're back the, on Monday. We'll do the app. Yeah, we'll just we'll bring them back on Monday. Uh, let's see. No, uh, well, you know, Neobytes gave us 200 more chairs and said, figured I would give you guys the rest of these bits since I only tip you guys. LOL. Fuck that chicken all day long. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, Joe? Yeah. Do you want to read PSI Love This Best Friend? I would love to. Let me just scroll on down. 
Uh, if you see somebody doing something cool in the community or you have a cool interaction with someone, pretty much anything cool, you can submit a PS I love this best friend at kindoffunny.com slash best friend and we'll read it right here live on this very show. Oh. Just like Spencer H, aka Booster Cola, did and is shouting out David4011 from the subreddit. Last week, David posted a call to action in the subreddit for best friends to play Pokemon Go. Posted my friend code online and re immediately received a ton of friend requests and then gifts. This reignited my love for Pokemon Go and certainly creates excitement when I see gifts from the best friends all over the world. This is why kind of why the kind of funny community rocks. That's so fun. There you go. You can do some once you're friends and you have like the different friend level. You guys can trade and not use as much Stardust. I think that's what it's called. So many things. You get all these different Pokemon from all over the world. It's pretty cool. I did download uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp again last night to like in case just to they decide, brush up on it. In case they decide to integrate Pocket Camp with Animal Crossing 2019, <laughs> like they're doing with Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. All right. <laughs> there was a moment there where I just zoned out. I went to a dark place, came right back though. I'm here with you guys right now. You know why? Because it's giveaway time. Joe, there's four ways people can win there the are. giveaway. One, you can be in the Twitch chat right now. Two, you can be a Twitch subscriber via Amazon Prime. You got Amazon Prime. Give us that free $5, please. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of standing on the corner begging men to go home with me every night. Uh, of course, if you guys are watching this on YouTube and you have Amazon Prime, hey, why don't you pause this video real quick and go link those two and give us your sub. Why not? You're watching this for free. You probably skipped the ad that came before this. Lord knows I do every time I watch anything we do. Mm -hmm. I want to sit through 30 second ads. That's ridiculous. Like uh, ads. If you really want to back us though and you want that to happen every month, you don't want to think about it, go to either of our Patreons and back us at the $2 above level. Uh, Patreon.com slash kind of funny or Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. If we've entertained you, if you deign to, we would love uh, a little bit of support. That and it goes a long way as well. You get to watch all of our shows live and you get entered to win uh, the giveaway. Today, Woo! we have two giveaways because we have two great sponsors. Our first sponsor, bringing you the morning show, is Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box delivered directly to your door with exclusive pop culture collectibles, apparel, and gear. Loot Crate curates and designs everything themselves. You can't find these items anywhere. No matter what you geek out about, this is for you. The September Crate has four incredible franchises, including Marvel's Venom, Alien, Predator, and mm. X-Files. Telling you what, I'm jacked about the Predator now. I just got excited. For the movie. Are you going to see it this weekend? I love the Predator. you going to see it this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to see it this weekend. I'm going to see it this weekend. We'll see what happens. Uh, guaranteed t-shirt in every crate. Let me tell you one thing right now. They have sold, this is a $50 value in each crate, and you get it for just 20 bucks a month. You can't lose. Subscribe now and give yourself a birthday present every month. Man, that sounds lovely. I don't get birthday presents. When you get to a certain point, you don't get birthday presents anymore uh, as a married man. Really? Nah. I still get I still get birthday presents, and but now my grandma, instead of mailing me like a check and a nice card, just Venmos me. Oh, that's not as fun. <laughs> I like to, I, the, the fun, all right, we'll get to that in a second. The crate, this crate will sell out. You only have until Wednesday, September 19th at 6 p.m. to guarantee your order, or this crate will be gone forever. Get the best surprises each month from the largest geek and gaming subscription company, Geek Out in Style with Loot Crate. Subscribe now by going to lootcrate.com slash KFMS and enter the code KFMS. MS to save an extra 15% off your subscription. That's lootcrate.com slash KFMS. Enter the code KFMS to save an exclusive 15% off your subscription. Ooh, ooh. Second today, uh, but certainly not second best, is Hims, a wellness brand for men. <laughs> Backed myself into a corner on that <laughs> one, didn't I? Uh, this is a brand that I use personally, uh, and that's because, hey, 
there's some problems that men face. One of which is is going bald. It sucks. 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. The thing is, when you start to notice hair is gone, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. I can attest to that. So if your hairline is slowly starting to move backwards uh, and you're seeing bald spots and you're worried about this, well, there's a solution to that. 4 is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Uh, this is a very easy process, very quick. You go online, uh, you fill out a questionnaire, a real doctor sees that, and he prescribes a treatment method that he or she deems will be worthy uh, and, and help you out. Uh, I've done this, it's very easy. They ship the packages directly to your door. Uh, I'm using right now the, um, the Finestrad, which I've been using for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. to, I would say, good effect. Uh, I'm also using the shampoo, which I think smells very good, and, I, uh, and the vitamins, which when I run out, I eat all of Andy's. So he has started to hide them from me. Mm. Uh, right now, listeners, order now, and my listeners get a, uh, a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See website for details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or the pharmacy. Go to forhymns.com slash morning show. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash morning show. Forhymns.com slash morning show. Joe? Yeah. Tell the people what they want. Oh. Oh, I got you on this one. Never I mind. I thought you had it up part. already. No, I was looking at the chat. Nah, I got you. Uh, today, congratulations to, from the Twitch chat, Wookie Wrestler. You have won Fire Pro Wrestling World. That's just kismet right there. And uh, from the Kind of Funny Games Patreon, congratulations to Tim Lebfritz. You have won Graveyard Keeper on Steam. Do you know what gra- Graveyard Keeper is? I imagine it's, uh, no, I don't know what it is. It's like a. It's no like idea. Stardew Valley. But, but for the dead. Yeah, exactly. Cool. When you like build all these things. It seems like a very cool Greg game. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I like when people go online and back us at Patreon. Especially the fan mail tier. I had a blast writing all of the letters and all the uh, things. There was a lot of giggling. There was a lot of giggling. And then I said it to you guys and you're like, Nick, you're an idiot. I don't think I made you guys laugh once. At one That's point I put, dear yeah. so-and-so, we both have nipples. Nick. <laughs> so if you get that one, please let me know. Please take a picture of that one because that's... Yeah. That made me laugh for a good 15 minutes. Yeah. There was, was as I was, because we had a good system going on. You were signing them. Uh, then I was figuring out which name went with which person. Kevin was handing me the envelopes that we had labeled and stuff like that. And then as like, you could hear the ripple of laughter as everybody read the messages. It was, we had a blast. It was quite fun. Uh, what's even funnier is like, I screwed a bunch up. Mm hmm. And then instead of thinking about it, I was like, I should probably keep these extras just to see, like, at the end. Maybe I'll write all my friends and my wife and my family, stupid, mm-hmm. silly ones. But instead of doing that, I just we immediately did, the did them. Yeah. And now there's four people that we have to, <laughs> they're going to have to wait an extra two days because yeah. we had to get more printed out. But that's okay. All right, let's go into the three and three and then we'll round this bad boy up. Woo! Mr. Yasmin 300 says, Nick, have you talked to Christian Harloff about coming to GOG? You should have him tell you his story of attempting to make a Masters of the Universe film when he was working for WB and Joel Silver. No, I talked to Christian a little bit about it. Um, it's hard getting him up from LA, but yeah, I gotta ping him again for that. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, he's, uh, I wanna talk to him about uh, Predator as well because apparently he hated it. Nick, have you watched the best of the worst series on Red, Led Medi- Red, uh, Red Letter Media? I think you'll really enjoy it, says Merkwood11. No, but I'll check it out. I'm working my way through all their content. They're one of the few YouTube channels mm-hmm. that I'm like, these guys are, these guys have it. Mm-hmm. These guys deserve their success. Mm-hmm. All those other hacks, like the fun houses of the world, they're just riding on each other's, on Elise's coattails, really. Yeah. Like, let's just call it spit a spit. If it wasn't for Elise, Funhouse would be nothing. Can we all just agree with that? Yeah. Elise is the best part of Elise a lot and of I things. bonded over our love of Target. Mm-hmm. That's Target for all you fucking norms out there. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, we're going to be best friends forever. And she's got a cute dog. Oh, Benson? Benson! Let's Benson. go over to sub-only mode right now. Kevin, um, give me the, do we have a sub-graphic? Yeah. Let's do it, man. Sub-only mode. Slide into my mode. Beautiful. Robin GL says, Nick, come to Sweden. I'll set you, I'll set up a meeting with you and our king. And then he said, maybe. Because I'm pretty sure Robin GL does not have that power. But maybe maybe Sweden's easy. Maybe there's only like 10 people in Sweden. The king's like, hey, man, I'm just down to meet people. It's true. I want to meet, well, he just does meet D-list the internet celebrities who run podcasts and talk about not smoking weed. Like, mm-hmm. how boring am I that I'm like, I went to a pot dispensary and didn't smoke weed last <laughs> night. Maybe I'll go again and I'll just explain everyone. Yeah. That'll be a good headline. Nick, you should really, uh, Nick, you could really benefit from CBD if you have anxiety like I do, but especially help with stage fright, says Captain F. Awesome. Uh, I don't I don't have so much anxiety around stage fright anymore. Mm. Uh, it's just every once in a while I'll start thinking about like this morning. I don't know what the f- I was like thinking about my I like woke up to go to the bathroom and then start thinking about my car. And then I had to go watch TV for an hour and eat like breakfast because I just could not get my what brain time to turn did you wake off. Up? I woke up at four Me too. and then went to bed at five thirty and then woke back up at like eight thirty. No, like I think I went to bed at six. Weird. It's I get weird. I just get I get in my head for some reason. Woke up at three thirty because Portillo decided that he needed water immediately, and just climbed all over me until Man. I opened the door. Listen, that dog is broken. Just throw it out and get another <laughs> one. They'll never know. They'll never know. Joey and Kevin, what's your weekend plans? Asks Lexi Gunner. Uh, I am. What am I doing this weekend? I'm gonna go hang out with my friend Ryan, who's in town from LA. Uh, we're gonna get brunch tomorrow. And then I think we're doing some other stuff, but I don't really. I, we might go to the Disney Family Museum in the Presidio. That's fun. Um, and then Sunday, I'm gonna go see Mamma Mia Two at the Castro Theater oh with God. some of the girls from How Telltale seen Games. It? Yeah, but uh, this is a sing along at the Castro, which is way more fun. That's gonna be pretty awful. fun. That sounds awful. Are you down to go to the Golden Girls show with me again uh, this year? Yes. Cool. Uh, the bo- the final boss fight says Nick, are you gonna get the iPhone? 10s Max or the iPhone 10s, or the iPhone 10R, or the Apple Watch Series 4. I'm getting none of the above. But My wife needs a D. new phone. Uh, I'm gonna push her probably to get the just the XS. 10s, just my version, but the better version of this. Mm-hmm. But she's not gonna do it. She doesn't want to spend that much money on it. And God bless her for it. She doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. That's everything, right? That's everything, man. We're done. It's 12.15. Uh, we have a special guest today on Kind of Funny Games Daily, Mr. Damon Hatfield from IGN will be joining Jared. So definitely stick around for that because you're going to get pretty much the polar opposite of the show, I would imagine. <laughs> I'm guaranteed there's not going to be any weed talk, and I guarantee they'll talk about news that matters to you. Uh, I will be back on Monday. Joe, I think you're back with me on Monday. I'm also back on Monday. Fantastic. You We're get a lot keep... of the Nick and Joey combo. The Nick and Joe combo. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm very fortunate to work amongst talented people. Mm-hmm. The Nick Joe combo is one of my favorites. It's very fun. I, I enjoy love doing it. it with it's you. a very casual. Like the thing is, when I do it with Greg, I was fighting to be present. What's up, everybody? Welcome yeah. to the to kind of funny morning show. Because he's very presentational. Tim, mm-hmm. same way. Yeah. You and I. Just we could it. just sit here and eat fucking cake all day. No you one's going to care. If y'all are done talking about how great you are, some of us have another show to make here. Just- oh, Everyone, have a great weekend. I will see you on Monday with Joey. Kevin, please cut the feed. <laughs>